welcome to Awakened Conversations with Kate and today I am going to be speaking about courage and confidence. Now before I get into this second episode I have to say a massive heartfelt thank you to everybody who listened to episode one. If you shared it and tagged me on Instagram, left a review or a rating and got in touch to share your excitement around learning about the natal chart and your north node placement. It really was a beautiful surprise and I was so happy to to get your reaction to the episode, so thank you. And if you haven't listened to episode one, I would highly recommend that you do that and then come into this episode because it leads on really wonderfully from the conversation that takes place in episode one. So today, as I said, I will be speaking about courage and confidence. Now, as a starting point, as a foundation, I guess, because when I begin to reflect on these two words, so much begins to bubble away. I feel like they're really linked in with so many other aspects of how we're able to show up in our lives and various different things. So I thought it would be useful to lay down this kind of foundation for the whole conversation. And again, as I did last time, there will be some takeaways for you as well so that the information that is shared here isn't just mind stuff, but it can be integrated, worked with, and embodied so that you can realize change. And this change most likely links in with your North Node, which is why I'm saying go and listen to the first episode if you haven't already. Okay, so here are the foundations for this conversation. The, there are differences between courage and confidence and I recently led a workshop here in Leeds where those who attended we all got to have a really wonderful discussion around confidence and courage the similarities and the differences um, and whilst there are some For me, both are concerned with a particular relationship to the unknown. Both of them have a a positive relationship with the unknown rather than feeling afraid or stagnating or remaining in a particular place. Both of them have this expansive energy about them and yeah, allow the unknown to be a playground of potentials rather than a prison where they don't want to go. (laughs) So that's the first thing. Both of them are concerned with a particular relationship to the unknown. And then the other thing here that came up for me immediately when I thought of this was that there is an internal orientation going on rather than an external one. So what I mean here is that someone that you would deem as courageous or confident or both would, for me anyway, be the type of person who primarily focuses on living a life on their own terms, who who cares and pays attention to 
how they're feeling within and plays by their own rules in that sense. So rather than quote unquote success that for the most part, though this is changing in a good way, I feel at the moment for various reasons, um, success in the past has primarily been presented as this kind of one size fits all thing. It's a particular path that supposedly, if you take this path in life, if you follow the steps, follow the formula, you will come out happy at the end of it. And a courageous and confident person doesn't play by that rule book. They understand that actually life doesn't work like that. It isn't one size fits all. And this is where it really links in with the conversation um, in last episode around your natal chart and honoring, witnessing and honoring that you are a completely unique incarnation of life. And you hold equally unique dreams and desires within you as a result of that. You know, your makeup is very different to the makeup of your friend, your partner, your parents, and honoring that, allowing yourself to take what is within you, what is within your heart, what dreams you have, take these things seriously and realize that they are there for a reason. It's not just potluck. It's not just random that you have this recurring dream or vision for how you want to experience your life. The courageous and the confident person cares and they want to create a path that is on their own terms. They don't just follow the formula. So many people try to follow the formula, right? We hear so many stories about hugely quote-unquote successful people, famous people who have achieved so much, received so much kind of adoration and respect and money and titles for their work and for what they've done and yet they aren't happy. Um, Someone who immediately comes to mind is Jim Carrey. He talks a lot about that Um, online and there's many interviews there's many kind of quotes that you can find if you're interested Um, so yeah a lot of people try the formula and realize that actually they wake up and despite having all the money in the world despite having all of the awards at their dining table or on their grand piano (laughs) wherever it might be they aren't feeling happy and they're not feeling fulfilled so We've just dived into it here, haven't we? (laughs) That was meant to be a foundation, but I've gone straight into it. So yeah, for me, it's about reorienting the way that you live your life so that rather than trying to adhere to these external standards, trying to play to this rule book that's been presented to you, you actually reposition, reorient internally and pay attention to how your choices, how your behaviors, your actions, and the way that you're currently living your life leave you feeling. Do they leave you feeling fulfilled? 
are you excited? Obviously, we're not going to wake up every single day and be like, oh my God, I'm so excited. But is there this general tone of satisfaction and fulfillment in your experience of being alive? Or is there this general niggle? Is there this general kind of whisper to to change things up a little bit? And not disregarding that. So this kind of leads me into another big component in my opinion. Of course, all of this is just my perspective. And I do welcome you to get in touch. I love hearing from you and adding to the conversation. So how do you develop these traits? How do you become a more courageous and confident person if perhaps in this moment in time you wouldn't necessarily describe yourself in that way? And this is me speaking from a place where I now would say that I am both of these things, um, growing every day, (laughs) and really wasn't in the past, like not at all. So if you're currently feeling like you want to feel more courage and more confidence, my first bit of advice, I guess, is what I've already spoken to. And that is to start reorienting so that you practice paying attention to how things leave you feeling rather than trying to fit into the box of what society is telling you you should do and how you're supposed to be feeling as you do it. That's part one. The next thing is to really cultivate a loving relationship with yourself so that you can trust yourself. And okay, say for example, we've all had a flaky friend, right? So perhaps you've had a friendship with someone who you really care about, but somewhere along the way, you realize that they're really unreliable. Now for a period of time, you might give them some second chances, some third chances, but eventually if they continue to be this kind of flaky, unreliable person, you've lost trust in that relationship and it erodes. And the same thing applies to the relationship you hold with yourself. How well are you showing up for yourself? And can you start practicing more consistency in the relationship you have with yourself? Start to take your own word seriously. So if you make a promise to yourself, if you've got a goal, show up for that thing. And be patient along the way, of course, be loving and compassionate along the way, but take your word seriously and start to develop a trusting relationship because the more that you trust yourself, you're fortifying this internal orientation that I was talking about earlier. You're experiencing that you can rely on yourself. You can, yeah, you can trust yourself. And this is what I feel births confidence it leads to you being able to feel this sense of strength from within so that when challenges are presenting themselves to you externally, you feel you've got your back. You feel this sense of confidence and belief. And you are beginning, as I said right at the start of this, to shift the relationship you hold with life itself, with the unknown, with all of the twists and turns that present themselves to us all along the way of being alive. 
something that I said during the workshop is to be alive is to be in the process of change and you can we can all fall into this false sense of security with our lives where you know or maybe we're forcing we're trying to force things to remain as they are for our own comfort for our own little security blanket but life isn't like that to be alive is to be involved in the process of change whether you like it or not you know I spoke about this on Instagram as well look to nature the sun rises it sets the moon goes through its cycles a seed is planted and then it grows into a tree and every breath we're taking we're evolving life is changing life is flowing and when we're in this space where we're feeling stuck energetically emotionally for me this is to resist life and there's so much force going on there because like I said to be alive is to be in the process of change and so much energy can be expended on trying to keep this thing together and there's this really funny meme that just popped into my mind as I said that some of you may have seen it there's this woman on the beach with a little broom and she's standing right at the ocean and she's like pushing this brush against the water and it's like this stupid foolish attempt to try and hold the tide back it's like we just don't have that power over life um and so when we can cultivate trust within we get to powerfully and positively shift the relationship we have with the unknown and with life itself so rather than the unknown being this space that we fear it becomes a playground for us to have fun in how amazing that we don't know what's around the corner you know imagine if you knew exactly how your life was going to go from the moment you were born if you could just watch a tape on probably pretty quick speed otherwise it might go on for a while but if you could see all of the major twists and turns your life was going to take would you watch it no I wouldn't there's so much beauty in the unknown and to be able to feel that towards the unknown it takes trust it takes building up trust and belief in yourself birthing this confidence birthing this space of love and compassion and a fierce kind of mothering of yourself really being there through it all showing up to each chapter each phase of your life with love for self and with concern for how you are feeling and the ways in which you can help yourself to feel better so depending on what you're going through discerning when to effort and when to ease discerning when to push yourself and when to rest, when to be in that masculine versus feminine energy. So for me, confidence comes first and off the back of confidence, you're better able to show up in courageous ways as well. So before I move on to courage, I wanted to share some of the really beautiful insights that those who came to the workshop had around confidence and I've not got everyone's answers 
but I did put out on Instagram if you attended and felt comfortable to share and I have a couple of the responses here. And these responses really align beautifully with what I've just been talking to. So uh, the first one that I got says, confidence is being at peace with your own actions. So again, this is really speaking to that internal orientation, like being cool with you and you, knowing that at the end of the day, when you rest your head on the pillow, when you're going to sleep at night, you've done what felt right for you. The next one links in, Uh, as well to orientation and it's saying not playing small not allowing others to dictate how I show up and owning my uniqueness not forcing myself to fit in and then finally not playing small and this begins to lead into courage not playing small is showing up and expressing yourself and what does it take to do that yeah it takes confidence but I'd say a little bit more than that it is courage it is saying okay maybe the way that I wish to express myself in this moment or the way that I wish to live my life isn't exactly the formula that's been set out it isn't exactly how society is telling me to live to be happy but it's what makes me feel happy And surely that is the most important thing of all. Yeah, we want to do other people proud and it is important to not be excessively selfish. But ultimately, this is your life. And whilst it's natural to care about how your loved ones feel about choices you're making and feelings around not wanting to let others down it is important to focus on what makes you feel good. When you're living in alignment with that, the energy that you will naturally emit to those around you is undeniable. And people can't really be mad at you for that. It has a positive overflow to it. Rather than trying to kind of stuff yourself and force yourself into this box that someone else has laid out for you and then as a result of stuffing yourself into this thing that's not really you there's resentment there's frustration and so from that place whilst you're you know technically not letting anyone down the energy that you're emitting by not living in your own truth isn't beneficial for anyone that resentment that anger and frustration it spikes out and that's what becomes your overflow rather than this person who is living in alignment confidently and courageously going after what fulfills them, who may momentarily upset another because they're like, oh, but we really wanted this for you. But in the long run, everyone is winning as a result of this choice to live confidently and courageously in alignment with your heart's desires. So I'll move on to courage now. As I said, I feel like it it's an evolved version of confidence where you've become clear, you tune in enough to your own inner landscape to have clarity around what's important to you. And you're now able to go that little bit further and action that and live in that space and to take risks in that direction. 
So again, this really follows on so lovelily, (laughs) wonderfully from the conversation around your natal chart and the north node placement in particular. Courage says, I'm going to give this a try. Courage doesn't adhere to the kind of safety trap where you get convinced, if I don't take this risk, I can't fail and therefore I won't lose. But it it doesn't really work like that, does it? You know, as I said earlier, to be alive is to be in the process of change. And so surely that means beginning to trust in the unknown, beginning to trust in that which you can't yet see. And I've spoken about this online before, on Instagram before, I want to remind you here, and if you've not heard me say this before, hear it for the first time. Everything that you see that is man-made, so just look, wherever you are right now, you'll be able to find at least something that's man-made, even just all your clothes. Every single thing that you see that is man-made, once upon a time, was a simple thought in someone's mind. It was a simple idea, desire, in someone's mind, in someone's brain. And the clarity around that and the conviction and the commitment to creating that has allowed it to now be something that you use that is of service to you in one way or another. And again, we can look to nature as well. We plant a seed And we don't yet see the flower, the plant, the tree, whatever it's going to turn into, but we trust that if we plant that seed and we tend to it, eventually it is going to sprout, it is going to grow, and we are going to see a new physical form in front of us. So courage says, I can't yet see this thing, but I trust in it, and I'm going to take a step towards it what a beautiful way to live and what a shame to close yourself off from that which matters to you but that you can't yet see the end result of just yet. Sometimes our dreams, desires can feel so far off that we don't even take the first step but this is the only way we can ever quote-unquote fail is by not taking the first step because life is evolving, life is to evolve. And so when we don't step forward, we're resisting life, we're resisting change. So take that first step, you never know where it's going to go. And again, I love that these are the conversations that are coming up um, for the podcast, because this podcast, you listening to me have this conversation with you right now, is again, the embodiment of this, I don't know where it's going to lead. I have wanted to do this for a while now and it has started (laughs) and I'm on this beautiful new venture that could go in all sorts of different directions but without me taking the first step I could never know any of it so we can only find these things out by giving a try and these are these things all link back to trust so cultivating that self-trust, allowing your word to mean something, showing up for yourself, 
And especially on the days where you want to be hard on yourself, going gentle, being patient. You know, this podcast, for example, I think maybe the first time someone said, oh, have you ever thought about doing it? And I started to consider it was 2017, (laughs) something like that. It was pre-pandemic. It was after a yoga and brunch event um, in the Hyde Park Book Club in Leeds. And yeah, what I'm saying here is you don't have to be in any rush, but pay attention to the recurring desires that, that pop up in your mind, in your heart. Allow yourself to take a first imperfect step. Don't let this kind of idea of, oh, I'm not good enough yet, or I'm not so clear enough yet, stop you from taking the action. Take imperfect action. That's always going to carry you further than waiting for the ideal moment. So courage for me takes risk. Courage has faith in the unknown. And courage is also encouraging you (laughs) to focus on keeping your future alive rather than focusing on keeping your past alive. So what are you giving more attention and time to? Are you feeding the past? Are you reliving the past? Or are you going to feed and nourish and pour energy into birthing something new? We've all heard that saying, right? Where your attention goes, your energy flows. And so start to notice where you're directing most of your attention and your time. Are you even, you know, in conversations, in the ways that you're journaling, are you just going over and over and over the things that have already happened and therefore kind of energetically staying tied to that and stuck to that and limited to that? Or are you envisioning, are you talking positively about your desires? Are you journaling and exploring what excites you in this moment in your life? Not previously what has, but in this version of who you are, what turns you on, what lights you up? And allow that to be something that is important to you. You aren't the same person that you were a year ago. And so what does this person desire? What does this person want to create? Because you are a creator. To be alive is to be a manifester. And I'm going to talk about this in a whole other episode. But we are always creating. We are always manifesting. And again, just think back to that example of all the man-made objects and inventions that you see before you today. So some of the things that came through when I put the question box on my Instagram from those that came to the workshop around courage were words like bold, brave, and risk. So again, it really aligns with what I've shared here, that it's choosing to take leaps of faith in yourself. And it's in the act of taking the leap that you get the chance to experience being caught, to experience being caught by yourself, by life. (laughs) And as with anything, the more that you practice, the more you flex that muscle, the stronger it becomes, the more you're like, okay, I understand that this more often than not leaves me feeling good. I don't regret the, the risks that I take. I actually take a step forward and get closer to where it is that I'm seeking to go. 
Now, the final thing that I want to say here before I move on to the body and how the body links into this is that life, as well as being an experience of change, part of change, right, is contrast. So life is also an experience of contrast. Everything holds a lesson within it. Whether the contrast is the lighter shade or the darker shade, the more positive experience or the less positive, there's always something within there. There's a pearl of wisdom to carry with you into the next part of your life. And contrast is a really beautiful experience of refining and becoming more and more and more clear around what it truly is that you seek, what it truly is that makes you happy. Um, Now, the first thing that comes to mind here for an example of what I'm talking about is relationships. Some people get super lucky, they meet the person they want to be with when they're very young and they have a happy life. But for many of us, it is this process of refining and learning, isn't it? The first person you dated, you probably look back on and you think, gosh, there's no way that I would be with you now, or there's no chance that I would put up with that behavior now, or whatever it might be. And we we get to go through this process of experiencing different things, of, of contrast and of change to become more clear over time around what it is we do want. And so the other thing that courage and confidence understand is that all experience is guiding us closer to where we truly want to be. And so it comes full circle to where I started with that foundation of a positive relationship with the unknown, a positive relationship with life itself. If every day life was like a Disney movie, that's another thing that I wouldn't really be here for. You know, we it's in our challenges that we learn the most. It's in our challenges that we grow the most. And so welcoming it all, having that trust, having that sacred relationship and devoted relationship with self so that you can trust your way through all the chapters the ones that are sparkly and shiny and happy, and the ones that are maybe a little bit tougher and more challenging. You've got yourself through all of this, and so courage and confidence can be with you along this journey. Now, before I start to wrap up this conversation, I want to touch on the body. (laughs) Not physically touch on it, but touch on the body as a component of this conversation. So, Our posture is powerful and where you feel in your body confidence and courage is stored. This can vary from person to person and there's not really a right or a wrong. You get to tune into where it is for you and you might like to journal on this because I talked about this in the workshop. You know, if you think about someone who's really not confident, they're often slouching, they're, they're trying to be hidden, they're closed off with their posture, with their energy, their head might be hanging low. And you can see that as a metaphor for how available they are to life. You can see that as a metaphor for how open they are to seeing opportunities that may be presenting themselves to this person. And the same with courage, you know, if you think of 
someone who is courageous, how do they carry themselves? And what does that posture speak to? And have a little play with that. You can catch hold of when you're maybe beginning to sink and close off and just invite yourself to to be more open with your posture because this is a big feedback loop, right? Although it's not the way that we're taught in school, everything is connected. And I know many of you listening will understand that. The body and the mind are not these separate entities. Everything is connected. The way that you carry yourself changes signals to the brain and therefore changes how you can show up, how you can articulate yourself. So holding yourself with this posture of confidence and courage. Now, if you want some really simple um, tips to keep you in this empowered energy, you can head over to my Instagram at Awakened with Kate. And one of my most recent um, reels that I did has three really, really simple but impactful um, energy practices you can do. So I encourage you to maybe take a bit of time to journal on where you feel confidence is stored in your body and courage is stored in your body. And to also notice day to day how you do carry yourself. And you can use this Awareness is the first step to change, right? So use this awareness to help you sit and carry yourself with more of that energy. Okay, so I'm going to give you three takeaways. I don't know how long this episode is, but we're going to start to wrap it up. The first thing that you can ask yourself generally, or especially when you're presented with a challenge or something that's a bit triggering is how would, insert either courage or confidence, have me show up in this moment? So how would courage or confidence, whichever feels more appropriate, have me show up in this moment? The second one is to pay attention to what you're consuming. Um, What I mean by this is Instagram is a big one. Are you being uplifted and inspired and so therefore supported in this energy of courage and confidence by the types of things you're consuming through your Instagram feed and the accounts you follow, through the podcasts you listen to, the books you're reading, uh, the types of conversations that you have with friends, all these sorts of things, just really paying attention to what it is you're taking on from the external world world from the external world and noticing if this is helping you in living a more confident and courageous life and if it's not making some changes to to help you keep those energies near you and finally there are two questions here or two things for you to do here so perhaps penultimately and ultimately (laughs) first of all taking a moment to either journal or just reflect on previous moments where you have demonstrated confidence and where you have shown up in a courageous way. I think as people who are interested in self-development and always wanting to grow and evolve, we can overlook all the growth that's already occurred in our lives. So I would love for you to do that. And if this is relevant for you at this moment in time, if you feel you're in a bit of contrast where things aren't feeling so easy, take a moment to ask yourself how this experience of contrast is actually birthing more clarity for you. 
how it's actually supporting you in having deeper understanding and awareness around what you truly seek. So I will leave it at that for this second episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and I really would love to hear from you so do drop me a message if you're on Instagram. I'm at Awakened with Kate and let me know how you found this second episode. I would love to hear what's come through for you around courage and confidence and of course if you know anybody who would benefit from listening into a conversation like this please do share it with them. I would really appreciate that and also If you're going to share on Instagram, which I would love for you to do, please do tag me. Um, It makes me so happy and I found out last week that one of you listened to my podcast on a run and I just loved finding out that I'd accompanied someone on a run. Not something that I had necessarily expected from my podcast, but there we go. So thank you so much for tuning in to the second episode If you loved it, please rate and review me. I would so appreciate that. And for those of you that are interested in a natal chart reading, do get in touch. I am more than happy to assist you in learning more about your chart. And finally, my one-to-one spiritual alignment coaching is actually almost fully booked despite me not advertising it yet. So if this is something that is intriguing you, do get in touch with me about that as well. Thank you for listening and I will see you again for the next episode. (laughs) 